0: What's up and welcome to the Invincibly Broken Podcast, a weekly talk show hosted by your boys, Orlando and Julian, talking about today's society, their family lives, and anything they damn well please. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show.
1: What's up, Julian? What's going on, Orlando? How you doing this lovely evening? Uh, done I'm doing,
0: bro. Doing really good, actually. Can't complain. Every day above ground is a good day. Amen. Julian, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about
1: you and you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Okay. Cool. Just not you and me.
0: No, 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 no. No sexual stuff between you and I. Physically between you and I. Cause that's in the box with your mama's titties. <laughs> and the but, word uh, flaccid. And the word flaccid, yes. But um, but I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about sex because last week's episode, you know, we kind of it was kind of a hosh posh, talked about a couple different topics, and we got a bunch of listener feedback uh some of our of views and opinions regarding sex and sex education and stuff like that, so I thought it'd probably be pretty good conversation to have because like we always say, we want to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, and what better way to get uncomfortable than talk about sex right? because I already see you semi blushing on over there
1: okay, so um yeah, it's my comfort level went down. So it's a good time to start the show. So, 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 what about sex do you want to talk about? Cause I know that we've been going through kind of reinventing ourselves in this, uh, in the show. And, uh, uh, I know that yesterday specifically, we kind of went into that conversation as far as, uh, talking about our children and things like that. Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about how lie, how guys lie about sex all the time?
0: I would like to talk about how guys lie about sex all the time. We can start there and see where we go, right? Because I feel like this is something that most guys can relate to, right? Because either you're that guy or you know a guy who's that guy. And I'm sure women are dying to know. All the ladies are dying to know
2: why the fuck guys lie about dumb shit like that. Cool. I guess let's just get into it, dude. Like, for real. So,
0: I guess let's, let's start with us, right? Like, let me ask you, Julian. Like, I mean, I've been your friend for a long time, right? We're going on, we're going on two decades now. I don't really recall you and I really talking about sexual conquest much, right? Like, I, like, I, I try to really think about it, but me as an individual and as a guy, I don't really, I don't, I've, I've never been a kiss and tell
2: type person.
1: And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not, that's kind of like one of those things. That's kind of like my business and it's not mm-hmm. anybody else's business. And to be quite honest, um, my business at one point was brought out <laughs> to light by you that one night coming out the club and, you caught me in the car. You caught me in a car. Oh,
0: I did. I did. I forgot about that. But I'll never forget that
1: because I heard you.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I do. Oh, oh, I do remember that. Oh, the boundaries, man. <laughs> yeah. You should, have, you should have sent the windows, brother. I don't know what to tell you. It was it my car. I don't remember. What did I do? Did I just like walk away?
1: No, well, I mean, you eventually (laughs) did walk away after you were pretty boisterous about it because you were already upset because you had a flat tire.
2: Mm. Okay, it's all coming back to me,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's all coming back to me now. Oh man, and then when I went back to the for for shift drinks, yeah, everybody already knew, and that was a span of like. Maybe 10 minutes. Well, now I feel like a douchebag. But I was funny at the time. I was hilarious.
0: But, so... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember I wasn't too happy because I had a flat tire. I do, yes. Yeah. I don't know why I took it out on, on you. and <laughs> But, I'm sorry. You're good. I mean, that was... <laughs> so, so, I mean... Le- I mean, let's, 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 let's go with the, let's go with the flow here. (laughs) So obviously that probably was a bit embarrassing for you, for me to be like, Hey, Julian's boinking in his car. (laughs) And then you come back to have a
2: drink and you're like the hot topic of conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it was awkward, but uh, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, too bad because then that that for me at that moment you know we were in that nightlife and that was kind of like my proof of not a virgin moment so I was like <laughs> you know it's like that's like my certificate of yeah I, I get oh, laid every now and again
0: you're, you're <laughs> your certificate of authenticity yeah, yeah really yeah. I do but um so but but going with the what we were talking about like lying about sex right so like all joking aside guys always lie about sex they're not let's let's back it up those guys right that they talk about sex like sex is a is a conquest of life right every it seems like it's embedded into every man young man's journey into manhood is to talk about their sexual experiences and a lot of the times i think it's probably pressure from an early age from their peers right because we talked about it last week how. Young men have this false pretense of sex, right? Because they're learning se- about sex from movies, pornography, uh, Cardi B, WAP videos, and they're assuming that this is what sex is. But, and because they've never had sex before, or maybe their sexual encounters were, I guess you would say, the, the the normal a normal encounter that they feel like they have to hype up that experience to their friends so they can gain that you know that camaraderie that comes with sexual talk in boys or 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 for them to get a pat in the back from their friends because now they know that they're not a virgin.
1: I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I think, and a lot of it. I, so. <clears throat> You know, we always, you know, and a and, and, uh, reoccurring theme in our show is uh, social media, media in general, how everything is so available to anybody at any moment from your pocket as opposed to us. So in our generation growing up, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, it was either the, the scrambled porn or, you know, the scrambled um, <laughs> you're like, was that a nipple? I think that was an the app- <laughs> <laughs> channel back back and forth really fast. Yeah. <laughs> no way, so no way. so and, and and then even then, you know, or, or we went to our buddy's house and their big brother had his, you know, uh, stash of porn's, porn magazines, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, like in a, underneath a, a loose tile or, in the house or something like or that. Or do you remember Showtime Red Shoe Diaries? No, but I do remember HBO Real Sex like at two o'clock, three o'clock oh, in the morning. That's right. That was another one. Real Sex. Up, yes. Like, you, never, we you
0: never, you never saw Red Shoe Diaries. No. With David Duchovny. No. You should Google it. You probably, you probably have heard of it before, but that was just
1: like. No, I've heard of it, but I never saw it.
0: Oh, oh, you never saw it. Okay, okay, okay. No, I you understand the premise of it,
1: but right. um, but yeah. Continue. I'm sorry, I meant to interrupt so, you. So I mean, yeah. So ours, our exposure growing up as, as young as young boys, young men, our exposure was very limited, was very mm-hmm. secretive. Because I'm telling you, if I if I ever got caught looking at something like that, I was I was gonna get my ass beat. Like,
0: yeah, I didn't have any. I didn't have porno underneath my bed because my mother would <clears throat> slit my throat
1: well, while I was thing. sleeping. And, and that's the thing. I never had any of that. I had to go to my, my friend's house, my neighbor's house, whomever.
0: Yeah. And I still remember the first time I saw a porno magazine. I think I was like, like 11 or 12 years old and my neighbor brought one over and it was, um, uh, I think it was, it might, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a playboy. What's the other one? Hustler. 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 Hustler? It was, Ooh. it was Hustler. Yeah. It was straight to yeah. black belt. Right, right there, bro. Like I no, no, I didn't pass go. I didn't collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> like I was. You didn't even stretch. It, you just nah, nah. They just threw me right in there. <laughs> and literally, I remember. I honestly remember looking at this magazine, being like, "What the fuck
1: is all this?" And then you spilled semen on your lap.
0: Because before, before all that, like literally, it was just boobs, right? Like you were yeah. like, "Ooh, boobs!" Like that's Ooh. from from the age from like eight, like probably like eight or nine years old to, like. I mean, back then I might have been a little older, but like thirteen, you're like boobies. I like to see boobies. I mean, nothing much has changed, but that was pretty much it. There, uh, to, to, there was no branched out imagination for young for young kids. We didn't have a search bar. No, we did not. We did not have a search bar. No, we didn't. We couldn't say, "Hey, Google." Exactly. But um, but yeah. So it's. yeah, you're right. That was like my first exposure into porn. And, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if it did anything for me because I was so young. Like we, you know, it was a lot of laugh, uncomfortable laughing. But even then I still remember my friend who was my age telling me about all the girls he hooked up with. And like, Oh, he would be like, yeah, I was making out with her. And I, I touched her boob. And I'm like, Really?
2: Wow. Uh-uh. What'd it feel like?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those beanbags. Those beanbags. Where's <laughs> the same bag? It goes down. Damn... Anyway, uh, 40 year of yeah. virgin. I know. Uh, 40. I, I got the reference. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, I mean, uh, you and I are in the same boat on that one. I mean, um, I mean, hell, uh, through, once I got into middle school, my biggest, you know, my home plate was getting a kiss on the lips and you know and again I got my I, I made out with my first girlfriend like like truly truly made out with my first girlfriend in middle you didn't school. Know, and I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. I, I didn't know you what you were doing. You were just slapping your tongue anywhere in there, fucking <laughs> <laughs> bumping teeth. <laughs> and then I spilled semen on my lap <laughs> so I mean it, it, for us the thing is is is, is it, nobody tells us nobody no, we, we don't uh, have that mentor. We don't have that, you know, wise old man in the mountain that kind of tells us what to experience. Just like you even said in the last episode, Hey, nobody ever told me said, even in the movies, they said, Oh, it feels like warm apple pie. I'm like, even though that's not a very accurate reference, I never had anybody tells me, tells me it happens. Yep. Nobody
2: ever told me what to expect. I mean, and then you wonder, like, where did you get warm apple pie from?
0: And you get like this, this like from from that young teen, right? Now let's let's move up a little further, and now you're like in high school, right? And this is when like you're going through you're going through full full swing hormones, like you're just like full full dude mode, right? Like all you see all all you see and all you think about are girls, right? And I'm going to clear the record for all you lady listeners out there. I, I don't care. Guys can hate me for the rest of my life, but it is true. I don't care it, what kind of man you are. I don't care if you are a man of faith. I don't care if you're a regular Joe. You could be the horniest guy in the world. You could, I don't care about your sexual orientation. All men think about sex
2: all the time. I'm gonna repeat
0: that. Doesn't matter what kind of guy you are, man of the cloth. You could be, you could be gay. I don't care what color of skin you are.
2: Dudes think about sex all the time. Now, the differences amongst men are vary due to maturity, the level of the respect they
0: have for the opposite sex or the same sex. Um. Or or just being a nice guy. Like, you know, like you know your time and place to to talk about these things. So just want to air that out before we continue. But my point being is now you're in now you're in high school and now you're not only are you a young man going through all these feelings and thoughts and not knowing, right? Because a lot of parents find this conversation to be uncomfortable to have you're getting all you're getting inundated with information by your friends and like julian said like i there was no we had no fact finding back then like their word was gold what their stories were like urban legends to us you know like if my buddy was telling me about you know this girl he met and he hooked up with i was like damn really it happened like that just like that? That easy, huh? You know, and it gives... I can see how that gives false pretenses to guys on what a sexual encounter is like.
1: And or, it's even not just, or even dating. Or even dating for that matter. And, and it's not just that. We all knew growing up, you know, we had that guy, the player. The one mm-hmm. that was with the girl. The, you know, every other week, he was with another girl. Um, and, and this ranges from... High school and above, Mm -hmm. you know. I still have friends who, you know, change women more than underwear. Mm -hmm. Um, But but the problem with us, I think, one of the reasons why we were so uh, not necessarily so much about lie about our sexual encounters, but over exaggerate those sexual encounters, was because we all knew that guy, and that guy set the bar. Pretty high in our minds, <laughs> and we were like, "Damn!" You know, and I, you know what? I, I don't really think, and and uh, I agree. That, with that was you in my that, that was in my that that was in my case because you know I'm I've always been shy. I've always been introverted. Yeah, I'm, I was always growing up, like in high school and all that stuff. I was the safe guy. <laughs> I had all the female friends <laughs> because I was safe. I might as well have been gay.
0: <laughs> you never know. I mean. It might take you another 20 years to come out the closet, but hey,
1: man, whatever.
0: I'd still love you. But anyway, so, but no, but, but also, I think a lot of it has to do with it. It has to do with acceptance into your friends as well. Because, I mean, I I, mean, I, 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 could, I, could, I could say with, good, with great certainty that 90% of my friends between 14 and like 16 were lying about sex. And we didn't necessarily. I don't recall having a friend. I knew guys, but like friends, like close friends that that had that had a girlfriend all the time and stuff like that. But I do remember like having conversations about like, yeah, I hooked up with her. I got to first base, or second base. I'm almost forty years old, and those for those first base, second base, third base are all written in pencil because. I don't think any of it. I don't know. I don't know what was true and what wasn't. It changed. It's changed every year for of my life. But, you know, but, uh, but, you know, you got, you sit around and then like, it's almost like you were like, you felt forced to, to have a story, right. Or to share a sexual conquest because then if not, what was the alternative? Your friends make fun of you. They call you gay. Well, you don't like women. You're a virgin, like that was like, 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 like you just poured acid on your grandmother. You know what I mean? Like it it was like the worst thing in the world. Like you know, of all the of all the things that you can call somebody, those those seem to have stung the most, sting the most for young men.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think (laughs) wow, this is going to sound horrible, but I think even back then, I would have preferred being called gay. Not that there's anything wrong with it than being called a virgin. Because at least, you know, even, you know, gay people have sex too. You know, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, but it's, it, it's funny that you say that, but there's some, there's some, there's truth behind that. Because to be called a virgin, as honestly, as a man, excuse me, not as a man, but as a, as a, as a young man growing up between that age, between 14 and 17. I mean, God, think about it now. Like, even now, I mean, this kid's younger than 14 having sex. It's, you're, you're automatically excluded from the cool kid club and it's very easy for a lot of people or adults to just be like, well, you don't need those friends or you know what, or, or you should find new friends, but it doesn't work like that. I, I, it, it doesn't work like that with, 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 with kids of that young. And I feel like people don't either, I don't know if they were locked in a box through their, their preteens and teenage years, or they don't remember what high school was like, but it's just, it doesn't work like that.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, even now, looking back at it, yeah, as a parent, can we turn around and say, yeah, you don't need those friends, those are not good for you or anything, but I mean, then we have to, you know, let, let's be honest, when, through those years, social isolation is horrible. Yeah. And you're Absolutely. going through some, and you're going through some, like like you just said, you know, you're going through full, complete puberty. You know, hormones raging. You know, hair is growing in your in your body that you can't explain. You know, things you're, like you're, that. Your awkward. Your body's
0: just plain awkward, right? Or yeah. like you have getting acne, or you're going through a lot of different changes.
1: Voice cracks, voice or cracks, anything cracks, like yeah. that. So you're already going through some uh, changes that, even though they teach those changes that are going to happen you know, those get caught, uh, taught in, in health class and in sex ed class and whatever, but now you're going through them. And then on top of that too, you already feel awkward because you're changing, your body's changing, mm-hmm. you can't explain it and you can't control it. But then to be uh, socially ridiculed, socially mm-hmm. isolated, socially outcast, it, it's tough. Yeah. it's No, it is. It, I,
0: I, You know, like me personally, like I have always been, Like a mentally strong person. Like I just don't like I didn't care what other people thought of. Like even when it came to dating or you know, my boys used to get pissy with me because they'd be like, Yo, I heard you went out with, you know, so and so. How'd it go? And I'm like, I went good, you know, it was a good time. Oh, anything happened?
2: Like,
0: what do you mean? I'm like, Did she come back to your house? I'm like, Really? None of your none of your business. Like whether she came to my house or not. Like if she's not gonna tell you. I'm not going to tell you. And that's always how I've been. And it's weird, you know, and and it's kind of, and I think about it now. And I remember my dad growing up, always growing up. He used to always tell me all the time. And even as a young man, like when I was like my whole, like what, like, like single or like when I had girlfriends or whatever, my dad used to always tell me, you never tell your friends what you're doing with another woman, how good you have it. With another woman because they get jealous and then they try to steal your. They try to, they try to, you know, they try to cock block you or they try to go in and, or, or they'll talk shit behind your back to play the, to, to, you know, to insert themselves into the picture. And I don't know, maybe I, I don't want to say that's like the rule that I lived by because I really don't think most of my really good friends wouldn't do that to me. But, you know, it was something like, it kind of just stuck with me because my dad wasn't the type of guy who dropped wisdom on you like that very often so the few things that my father has told me like that he felt were concrete rules always stuck with me so i just never really had that mentality but i used to always see my other friends fall into peer pressure and and i would call them out and be like bro like why do you feel like you need to lie about shit like that and they'd be like, oh,
1: well, you know, man, you know how it is. You know how it is. And it's true. I mean, you know, we've all, at one point or another, we've been teased. I mean, um, my parents, uh, they they raised me to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And even after my, my father passed away, my mom, you know, she always instilled in us to be a gentleman. And I mean, just to me, you know, that whole kiss and tell. Okay. You know, in high school. Oh yeah. I made out with her. I kissed her. Okay. Um, Uh, what else we kissed that's about as far as i would take it um but yeah i mean i I never felt the need to really lie only because
2: uh i don't know
1: i just i don't know i I just never felt the need to lie i think one of the things that it could be but also it could be that you were just comfortable i just like i said
0: like, I know that you say that you're not like you're an introvert. I mean, you could be an introvert, but you could still have confidence in, in what, in, in, in your sexuality, right? Like, but, you
2: yeah, know, no, like, I mean,
1: I, I didn't have yeah. a pro, I I didn't have a problem in that department. And it says like, you know, I was, I was, I was confident, you know, I, I, but what I mean is that I, I just never felt the need that I needed to like super, you know, be, you know, putting on a a message message board, what I did and embellish that, you know, that those are experiences that are for mine, but you know, I do know I have a lot of friends (laughs) that were the complete polar opposite. And actually one we have, well, we had one coworker in common that we had a nickname for him, but I had a friend in high school that was proud of being a bottom feeder because his whole (laughs) thing was like, Hey, while you guys are getting laid by the eights and nines, like maybe once a month, I'm getting the twos and threes every day. I was like, "Uh, but you know, I guess you got to plow a four to, to appreciate a mate. I guess. I don't know, man.
0: but it's so true though, because I totally know what you're talking about. I I agree with you. You know, we all have that one guy friend that's like, uh, like either, either they're like that bone sober or they get like two beers in them and they're like, I don't care. Whatever. Whoever it is, they're all the same in the dark. They're, they're all the same. Like that, that's I, dude. You just stole the words right out of my mouth because
2: I've heard that millions of times. But you know, I. But to go back on it, like I just got, like it, a lot of people don't really understand
0: the amount of pressure that young men have, especially in that age, because that's the age of acceptance for all of us. Like we learn a lot of our social skills unfortunately during that time frame right like it's and it's and, and and I laugh because it's a really awkward time like Julian said it's really awkward we're learning ourselves we're learning about our bodies we're learning what other people like but you're still too young to put it all together right because like i think about those experiences that i had at 16 17 and 18 and i don't know if i would i don't now i would never
2: do anything like that again right like it, it's just I think a break has to be I, there has
0: to be some leniency when it comes to young men in that time frame but I also put it back onto the parents or whoever that, whoever that mentor is because you know like you can go like this is like anything right like you can go left or right in, in the road of life. And, you know, not having proper sexual education for young people is just as damaging as it is proper financial education. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and, and we've talked about it before, like the, the saying, like, boys will be boys. And you know what? Boys will be boys. But it's ha- somebody, whether it's a parent Or a a a mentor a mentor figure has to be able to have conversations with with these young kids and tell them like listen man that's just not acceptable you know because there's just so much going on fourteen those years you don't really know what right from wrong is you know the black and right the black and white you know what black and white right from wrong is right like you know if you get an F you're gonna fail your class if you get an A. You're gonna pass your class, right? But you don't know in 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 sexual encounters on first dates and stuff like that. You like you don't know what to do. Do you put your arm around a girl at the movie theater? Like, what's how do how do I know it's okay to do that? Can I put my hand in her thigh? Do I lean in for a kiss? If she tells me no, does it really mean no?
2: Or do I try again? And you know, it's easier said than done to be like,
0: nope, you're not supposed to do that.
1: But how do they know? You mean like the the influencer, whoever's talking to them, say just no? Like like oh okay, okay, I gotcha. You know
0: what I um, mean? It's just like I'm talking about like like you know, like like if the girl tells you no. Like if the oh, if well, if the girl says no, I I me. don't want to kiss you and then you're that guy is like gets aggressive because in the movie the dude grabs her by the back of her hair and brings her in close, and then she caves in and melts into her arms.
1: Yeah, that doesn't happen.
0: No, ever. Like, life. you probably catch a black eye or a mace or
2: a charge. <laughs> or a charge. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, let, let's just be honest. When it comes to that, you know, uh, in, in that particular dance, man, we, we just gotta let the woman lead on that one. And, and that's been, like, that's been my M.O. My whole entire life.
0: Okay, but then, but but then you have. I guess you play a safe, better safe than sorry, right? But
1: but, well, we've talked about. I play the slow game. Yeah, I play the super. But you've lost a
0: lot because playing the slow game, right? And you know what? Honestly, that's probably a good thing, right? But at the same time, like, I guess, like, is it like a regretful missed opportunity? Do you feel like you
1: could, you should have been? a tad bit more aggressive? Just in general. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that that was part of growing up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm fine where, I'm, where I am right now. but you Of know, course. I'm, of course. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But back when we were... And, but, and it's forget no, even but it's not fun to talk school. about now. We're talking about back in the day. But let's, <laughs> it, and let's not even talk about high school. Because, okay, so high school, yeah, you know, I had my girlfriends and all that stuff. And I also had my, my sexual encounters. But even for me, it was... To me, it was actually tougher after my four, first divorce. Oh, I'm sure.
2: It Getting was super back into tough it? for me.
1: But, well, one, because I'm not the one that asked for a divorce. It was my, ex, my, my first wife was the one that asked for the divorce. <laughs> so I, was, I already felt rejected. Okay. Fair and enough. to me, at that, at that point, I felt like I was, I was rejected. And then I was not, you know, I, 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 I got super... Colombian, and what I mean, that I mean, I got super dramatic about it. I'm like, okay, well, she doesn't <laughs> like want a Spanish, me, means, like a
0: Spanish soap opera.
1: Yeah, like she doesn't want me. That means that none of them want me. So, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm, that, that, mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. that really hit me really hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then that's around the time that we met. That's and right. So, I mean, let's be honest, I was even your roommate. How many times did you ever actually see me? Zero. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, it, for me, those years were the hardest because high school is one thing. All right, high school, uh, you know, you take, take the shots, you know, you're going to miss your shots, you know, adjust your game and then move on. Cause this is high school, I wasn't looking to get married or anything mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. I just went through my first marriage and I was devastated. And now I'm kind of like even more awkward and even more um, guarded. So and then I really didn't have any well, I mean, I had you and I had Lou and all, oh, you should take the shot, you know, go talk to mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I I already have that fear in me. And,
2: and you I know, and definitely, as as your friend
1: fast forwarding 16
0: years later, now if we were in the same situation, I think I'd be I'd be better prepared to give you better advice about taking your shot. Where back then I probably was just like, bro, just shut the fuck up, grab your sack. And go talk to her, where now i probably give you a lot different.
1: And uh, there lies the problem, because now we're, when we're talking about some, somebody like back in high school, we're talking about oh, 14, 15, 14 through what was it, 17 that you said, mm-hmm. 14 through 16, you're talking to the same people. You, it, you don't have that more experienced, you know, wise guru that is going to tell you, no, take this approach, no, do this. No, you're you're talking to the same idiot friends that you hang out with day in day out. The same ones that you know run in, headfirst into a <laughs> locker just to impress everybody <laughs> around them. So, and you're taking advice from these people. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then yeah, you're yeah, also yeah. taking for advice from the guy that has absolutely no standards whatsoever. So it, it, there was there was no. <laughs> It was no clear guidance. It's almost like it's, when you become a father, a parent for the first time, it, nobody gives you yeah, any yeah. good advice.
0: And it, and it's easy. And it's and and it's good to also bring up that you know some guys just find ease in in meeting women of the opposite sex. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how good looking they are or anything like that. But uh, you know, some guys are just more comfortable with. With talking to girls or or approaching people and are are approachable themselves, you know that are not don't have that awkward feeling, you know what I mean. So it's weird because you know, like I don't, Julie, I don't think you're a bad looking guy at all. Like I, I don't think you're ever, and you're a funny guy and you're hilarious and you're easy to talk to, and I know. And the same fifty girls that you do that you never touched once, but they all think you're a great guy, you know but <laughs> but, but uh <laughs> but you had you had issues because you were an introvert like you felt awkward or because of a past experience you didn't even know how to you didn't necessarily know how to approach the situation or maybe you just didn't want to because you you feared rejection and a lot of people go go through that, but then you have then I think this also comes back into it. Like even now, like we're getting into like adulthood.
2: A lot of men are not cognizant to like what your situation was, Julian, right? And I'm, I'm
0: your, I'm proof of it, right? So you already have been through a divorce and you had these feelings of not, that you thought something was wrong with you. or Inadequacies. Exactly. Inadequacies, excuse me. I, I i almost said aqueduct, don't know why, but uh, but uh, so you know, I wasn't aware of these things. But since we're men and we can't have that conversation with each other, you know, I just resulted to being like, I don't want to say braiding you because I don't think I ever really braided you, but like pushing you to be like, bro, it's easy, just gonna say, hey, my name is Julian, what's your name? you know, or, you know, but she's really cute. She's looking at you. Go talk to her, dude. Go talk, bro. Stop being a pussy and go talk to her. And, you know, like, and, and think about it now. I'm like, that's probably not the best thing to do. You know, I probably would have, I probably would have went about it a little differently, maybe double date or personally introduce you to somebody shit. I probably would go talk to them for you now and be like, listen, this isn't for me. But you see that stud over there in the corner. He's lonely, and he needs and he needs someone to talk to. (laughs) Wow! It it works. It'll work. It'll work. I, I, charming smile.
1: (laughs) Oh man! What is it for
0: that movie? My this is my really good-looking, disease-free friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. How do you know he does? He's not diseased. Cause he hasn't had a sexual encounter since 14, <laughs> since puberty. He's good. He's clean. Trust me.
0: Oh, man. But, you know, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think it's, it, it what, do, what are your thoughts on it? So let's talk I mean, about it now, like, like, like with, oh, with, with, with men. Let's, let's, let's break right into like 21 and up because dudes still are just, they talk about sex like it's,
1: Something Come on, they pull let, out let, of a Coke machine. Let, you know? Let's be honest. Anytime at, at that age, anytime that we hung out, that we went out in a group, in a pack, what was our, our main goal? Obviously, uh, I was going to be without it because, <laughs> you know, I was there to fall on the sword. Maybe, maybe throw my, sword. Uh, be, be a wingman, talk to the fat one or something like that. But I mean, but I, I'm not saying that that was our goal, but, you know, we always had that. Well, yeah. Like you I mean, say, going we always out talk about to have it a and, good time and to and to meet and then, people of the. Of. And then hopefully end up naked with a female. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Come on, let's call a spade a spade on this. Well, one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back on it because hold on a second. Now, in all honesty, when I met you, you were with somebody, and you know you're, you've always been a very <sighs> faithful person and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. actually, I never really got too much of single Orlando. Mm-hmm. Growing, so, but you know, with all the other guys that we were wrong on like Lou and oh God no, that was guys. horrible
0: Lou looked like a cocker spaniel humping every ankle that walked in a nightclub
2: little but Lou. he did it, <laughs> but he did it but, but did um it.
0: but you're right i was in a I was in a serious relationship at the time when we first well, sort of when we first met around no, the no, time we no no when we, for, no, and, no, when we first, first met right? I, okay yeah I because I, I, anyway that, that was, those were dark years me personally, right like when I went out, when I go out like I was getting ready to go out like I was going out to have a good time that was my my number one, right I never put on my outfit, spray cologne on, got put on put on whatever that I, I'm pretty sure it was usher that was hot was the hot artist back then got ready, got in the car and all I could think about is what check i'm going to pull at the club it was never like that for me and when i went out like i never had the intentions of meet like meeting somebody and and i it, i don't know if it's it, it's just me it's just never like honestly like maybe not you julian but i know a lot of my friends listen to this and i never was that guy that was like oh that one right there oh her her look at her right there like i seldomly approached And Let me stop
1: you on that one because, um, and I'm going to vouch for you on this one because the times that you and I hung out, which were a lot, Mm -hmm. because then eventually we became roommates Mm -hmm. and we went out quite a bit. It was never, I kind of, I never felt pressured. I think that's why I like going out with you so much. No. uh, Because I I never felt pressured. Like uh, I got to now. Uh, opportunities arose that I was not aware of. Later on, <laughs> nah, <laughs> really? I, yeah, bro. <laughs> no nah, man. It just, but later on, I found out, I, and I was like, oh, great, because. But, um, but but the times that we did hang out, I, I, I didn't feel like that that pressure of having to try and you know uh, go on an angry angry pussy hunt, you know, it just wasn't, I didn't have that. I just never
0: felt like, I I never had an issue meeting women. I just never had an issue meeting them, so I never felt like I, I I never, I've never
1: never had an issue meeting women. Hi, uh, my name is Julian. I met her and that's about (laughs) as far as I got. Excuse me, I never had an issue courting women, right? Like, (laughs) like, I,
0: I never had that issue if I, I mean, I could probably count on my, on one hand I've that I met somebody at a, at a bar or a nightclub that I was like, I have to talk to her. Like I need to stop what I'm doing and go talk to her. Have I bumped into somebody and said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was really cute. And I was like, Hey, my name is Orlando. Uh, let me, let me, let me buy you, let me buy you another drink for the one I barely spilt or whatever the case may be. Or, you know, or I ran into a friend and they were with a friend and I'm like, you know, introduce myself. Like it was always natural. Like I never really went out there with, like you said, a goal. Like I was it wasn't hunting season. Oh, I'm hunting know, Wappets. Wappets. Nah. You know, <laughs> you know I, I wasn't out there looking for that. wap. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. Like, you know, like I, I wasn't looking for the wap. I was just wanting to go chill. Have a good time. If, if, if Wapp hit me in the face, then so be it. But you know, if faith is, you know, <laughs> it's faith, I guess, so kismet or whatever you want to call it.
1: We're I uh, question of faith. Exactly.
0: But you know, but it's not something that I, and I always like, honestly, like I, I remember just getting ready with my friends. We we're all getting out. Right. Because he used to come over to the house, to pregame. Right. Because you remember, Julie, we used to come to my house. We also get pregame, have a couple shots, we're having beers, we're and we're talking, and then, you know, you got that one guy in the corner like, yeah, bro, I'm going to get me, I'm going to get fucking late tonight. I know these bitches who are going to club, they're supposed to meet me there, I already texted them, they're going to meet us there, they, I have one for you, 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 and then afterwards, after we all do a club, and everybody gets fucking shit-faced, we're all coming back over here, and we're fucking. How many times does that happen? King and then playing. Orlando
1: uh, Yeah, yeah. And then Orlando's like, Y'all motherfuckers, you're not gonna be fucking in my yeah. house. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what y'all doing here,
2: I'm glad
0: you said that because that's definitely true. Like y'all can go get someplace else. But um there's a Radisson Inn right up the road. <laughs> <laughs> but um I'm yeah, no. not pressure washing the inside of my house. But that's exactly a prototypical guy
1: that 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 does shit like that. I was and, like, and yeah. here's, a, here's the problem. Like with me, I've never made it a secret that I'm an introvert. Everybody mm-hmm. knew. Uh, not that I said, hi, I'm Julian. I hate people, or hi, Julian. I'm shy. I'm an mm-hmm. introvert. But it, it's like, it emanates off of me. <laughs> like it, 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 like, it's like a stinky cologne. So one of the, one of the, another issue that I had. Well, it's not an issue, but I think I, I think this was a positive for me. I could not lie about that stuff or over-embellish because every knew, everybody knew.
0: Really? <laughs> really, bro? Come really? On.
1: Come on. You? Exactly. You? So for me, it was kind of like almost to a point, it was kind of like a security blanket at that point. <laughs> and, uh, and then because I was friends with all the females, because I was safe, <laughs> I was the one, you know, Hey, my friend likes you. Hey, you know, I, I was like the 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 distributor. I find that odd because you were comfortable
0: and outgoing enough to speak to women on the behalf
2: of your boys. So I'm going to tell you
1: a story. Okay, okay. story so, time with Julian. When I was in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. when I was for work, a couple of uh, you know, coworkers and I, we went out to this this place called uh, Plan B. Plan B.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go figure. Um, and then it just happens too that two deaf females walked mm-hmm. into the club. And again, mm-hmm. you know how I am. You know, mm-hmm. case in point, I saw them and I started looking and ta 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 ta. I understood. My coworkers noticed. Uh, they're like do you know what the heck they're saying? And I was like, yeah. So the one macho guy, the one that is always on an angry pussy hunt, like one <laughs> of them, I actually literally sat there. It was in, like an interpreter for him. You're an asshole. Because I'd have been like, get a napkin and a pen, bro, and have a conversation. Yeah. So
0: You're better man than me, Julian. Better man than me. But don't get me wrong. I've hooked up a lot of dudes in my time, but I've never, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there with a Spanish woman, and translate at a conversation. Like, what am I gonna do? Once you get back to your hotel room, you're gonna want me to fucking translate
1: in, in bed. Get the fuck out of here. What's the point? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they actually ended up. Like, let me let me write up some on on cue cards days. for you
0: when <laughs> for when you're when you're alone.
1: Yeah, That's like literally. Take this dude aside and say, "All right, I'm going to show you simple signs. This one, this one, this one. one. That's all. That's as far. I mean, I I I got you there. That's
0: yeah. I just never really understood. Like I like for me, I I tried hooking
1: up with a friend and nothing happened because I was shy and introverted. (laughs) And then I realized I didn't learn my first time.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I just I don't know, man. Like I always used to get really frustrated with with that type of with that guy that uh always talking about like sex or or like you said makes it make make it a pussy hunt i I mean i i hope to god that people don't get overly offended over the word pussy hunt but that's exactly what what it was right like like you just couldn't have a conversation with somebody i'm like bro like enjoy your drink the music is good like what is the need to find uh, find someone of the opposite sex like I don't know, I don't know about you, man, but like you go broke buying buying women drinks all night at the club. I, bro, I used to know guys, bro, I, that you want to talk about stuff that like mind boggling to me. Dudes always got money. I mean, I, and I know you know that you know these people that I'm talking about that always got money to buy drinks for other girls,
2: to go out on dates with other girls, to drop cash upon. By the by, the hundreds at strip clubs,
0: but they, and they, but they always broke. You're like, where the hell does he, this guy get all his money from? Like, like willing and able to just always, just,
2: just spend, spend, spend on the opposite sex for nothing, and then get mad, right? But like, oh, that bitch
0: fucking left. She got her drink and she just left. She didn't want to talk to me. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do sometimes. Because they can smell predator right with right isn't that like the part of the part of the animal the circle of life right the the, the prey usually can can, can sense that the predator coming so yeah. they just smart they take your drink and they say peace bitch and then fucking peace out
1: yeah that that that's that's definitely that's a that's a lot of uh that's a lot of uh night equity putting in to not get that that's reverse mortgage friend, but- at the end of the night but no, yeah, and and that was that was one of those things. Um, honestly, I, I don't know what it is, man. You know, guys, uh, and again, I think one of the things moving forward, I think, and again, uh, like I, I had mentioned in the last episode, but the med- episode before, I think this generation of men, as much as I make fun of them, different. Yeah, and a lot of it is because. Everything well, is so available well, it's public now, like you know like honestly like it, it
0: it's it's very it's very public, right like you can't do anything like you can't you can't treat you can't treat someone wrong that you're dating now because they, they you can get plastered on social media, you can lose your job, and I'm saying it's not acceptable at all, but you know I know that a lot of it has been brought to light but you know just think about the way i look at it like it's been a lot of the stuff has been brought to light i think people talk more about their feel open about their feelings more openly women kind of are setting a better expectation in a lot of ways about what dating should look like and it's not necessarily like how the movies are portraying them but you know like uh, there's some really good influencers out there and creators out there that portray what women really want right and um, it, uh, across the board, of anything, how to be treated, their body image, the whole nine yards. <clears> exactly, because I, yeah. I was gonna,
1: I, I was gonna jump in on that because now you know, uh, uh, before what, what happened behind closed doors stayed behind closed doors. Results, but now yeah. women are so empowered now, which is a great thing. It's right, a wonderful yeah. thing to say. Hey, no is no, no, no you is keep, no. You
0: keep, yeah, you keep them dudes in check. Like you keep those assholes no in means, check. No, exactly. Yeah, so
1: absolutely, there, there's a lot more uh, defined boundaries or the boundaries are, are, are well-defined at this point when mm-hmm. it comes to what is proper, what is not. If the girl's not fucking, okay, then that, that, that's on her. Yeah. But, you know, but socially and acceptably speaking, now that the, those boundaries are, are, are laid out as mm-hmm. far as what is proper, what is improper. And just like you said, Somebody gets on, man. They'll they'll get plastered on, on yeah, social yeah. media.
0: And don't get me wrong. I mean, and 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 by all means, or I'm not. We're not saying that there's a a, 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 a a like this safe space. We're not naive or oblivious to the fact that a lot of predatory shit still continues to happen with social media and women. And then you know, so women who don't feel empowered or don't, you know, are are not don't feel safe to say anything because that's a big issue also, right? Because they, they feel like they can't say nothing because yeah, no, of I mean, whoever that, the
1: individual is. It, it, they're but, still victimized. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, the the problem has not been solved, but I mean, I think we've but taken... I think,
0: I, think this, I think there's been steps taken in, 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 the, in right the right direction. direction. I mean, like, I could tell you right now, like, for me, if I were single right now, during this time, like, I would be completely okay with dating. I wouldn't be afraid because... I could, I would love to meet a woman that has said that I've disrespected them in some kind of way, because I could tell you right now that bitch is lying because it never happened. My mother raised me better, but you know, like I would feel comfortable. Like they, I would, I would totally be comfortable with it. Like I wouldn't be afraid to, because I've heard some, I've had some conversations with some other guys and like, nah, man, I ain't gonna Mm-mm. dating, dating now, bro. you get me too? And I'm like, well, wh- why would you get? Me well, what would lead you to getting there? yeah, what so, what could possibly what can you possibly can do to confuse someone of the opposite sex or or the same sex to think
2: that you're a sexual predator
1: I mean, no and you're right. <laughs> I mean, it's and 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 even. Even I think even more so today, perception is reality. I mean, it might not be what it is, but it is what it looks like. So Absolutely. You know, we all have to be in check. You know, like you said, you know, even me, I'd be okay dating because it's it's very simple. I mean, you could easily find somebody, you could almost literally do a background check on a person from your (laughs) phone. Background check doesn't no, but what I'm saying yeah. is, you know, if I'm going on- I mean, on, it, gives,
0: um, it might give you a little bit of a foundation, but there's some psycho people have never been arrested But that might before. be a
1: <laughs> false image because of the persona of- Yeah. Inst- uh, mm, saw how I tied that in? I got you, man. That was great but, tie-in. But, yeah, that's nice. But no, but what I'm saying is, um, and again, you know, I, I, ladies, I mean, I'm married. I love my wife, but I'm fucking harmless. I really am. I, I've always been fucking harmless. Like, I'm I a agree. gentleman. I, I like to. I'm, I'm pretty much a gentleman. You know, I still open the door for women and stuff like that, and to, with my wife and everything. But you I, know, I'm I personally would fear-fucking harmless.
0: I personally
2: f- would fear a goldfish over Julian. Yeah.
1: There's a
0: better likelihood of you getting shanked by a goldfish than, than Julian
2: giving you a hangnail. <laughs> pretty much. But
1: now I'm going to mm. switch. Gears Please. now. Switch those So now that we already know, you know how we always had that conversation. If I could go back to then, knowing then what I know now. Well, now we know now, and now we are raising the next generation.
2: Mm-hmm. How do
1: you think that you're going to be able to, pro- so, for me, and I, and I said in the last one, it's going to be awkward as shit because I mean, I have uh, a 15 year old stepson and I have a 26-year-old stepson, you know, he's, you know, he's an adult. The 15-year-old, you know, he's still, I haven't gotten to that point where having those conversations because I don't know if he feels comfortable enough with me to have a conversation like that Mm -hmm. or not. But then other than that, my offspring are all females. Mm -hmm. So now I got to have that conversation about all the creeps and idiots. But you have a daughter and you have a son. Do you think that the approach, as far as having that conversation, is going to be different for based on the gender, or do you think the approach might be the same? I think in principle it's going to be the same,
0: but it's going to be different conversations with content kids, and content-wise,
2: right? Because you know, with my daughter, well, let's let's scale. Let me let me think about
0: this for a second. So. You're right. And content is going to be different. But then I'm also true believer that everybody learns differently, right? And you got to really, I mean, there's there's some people, some kids, children that you could just come out and say it. Some other ones will have to massage it and finesse your way through it. So, but content wise, I think first off, it starts from home, right? So my kids will, my son and my daughter are both, I want them both to see how I treat their mother with the respect I treat their mom and how I talk to her. And I think that's a, I think that's a very big, that's very big. I think it starts there, right? Because nine out of 10 times, I think I, I don't remember the statistic I read, but I think like 90% of men who are abusive, learn it from their abusive father, right? Uh, or come from a broken home or, or something to that effect. But you know, I think that there's
1: that's, a lot, there's a little of truth to that because even to this day, I know my, my father passed away when I was like seven years mm-hmm. old, but I, even to this day, I do remember that he never mistreated my mom. Yeah. He was always a gentleman with her. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't necessarily like lovey dovey always hugging yeah, her yeah, and yeah. stuff like my, that, but but he mm, was a true gentleman
0: with my her. My parent my parents are divorced and honestly my dad still treats my treats my mom with respect. And you know, they've never really had if they had arguments, it was always behind closed doors. I never really seen my parents argue. So I think that's important, you know, and I think, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta give the advice. I gotta talk as if it's now, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what it's going to be like 15 years from now. I got, got, got I'm scared to even know what it's going to be like 15 years from now, but you know, I think an open approach, you know, having that conversation, you can tell daddy anything as much as I don't want to know, but you know, I, you know, I would be like, you could tell daddy anything. You know, I would ask questions because I'm comfortable asking those questions, you know, especially if I start seeing them show interest in, you know, somebody else or or whatever the case may be. You know, the those late night phone calls start happening or the, or the, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm going to go to the mall. Oh, I'm going to go to, no, I'm just going to go with my friends, dad. I'm like, not the, mm-hmm, the, uh, you got to give them the I. But, you know, I just start, you know, talking like, I would ask questions about, oh, so, Tell me about so and so or you know I, I think it's just keeping it open having those conversations because I'm gonna tell you right now I, I'm not gonna be that parent that lets my kids roam around the free earth without me not knowing where they are or not having curfews or whatever like it's just not gonna happen I I, I tr- I'll tr- I trust them but I don't trust the devil inside of other people right so you know I you have I would have to be vigilant with them but you know I think the I to answer your question, the content is going to be the same with both kids. It's how I deliver it with each one of them, pending on their maturity level, right? I mean, you can have a really immature 13-year-old that I start talking to them about sex, and I'm like, this is how, you know, this is sex. I, the penis, and as soon as I say penis, he giggles. Like, You know what I mean? Like, So you got you to gotta have a plan, but I think it just starts at home, having the conversations and, and exposing them, right? Like we talked about that. Let them watch action movies. Don't necessarily need to make them close their eyes during sex scenes. Like, you know, but if they see a sex scene, explain to them that it's a movie. The same way if your kid is afraid of a werewolf, you explain to them that that's not real. That's make-believe. You know, seeing a woman get thrown against the wall and choked and her hair pulled could possibly happen. But 90% of the time, it's not going to happen. And if it does happen a lot, you're going to have a bad back. That sciatic is going to fire up. Like, I mean, you're going to have to have a serious conversation with them. Explain to them exactly what it is. If it looks like it's something that it's, you know, fantasy, explain to them it is fantasy if a guy walks in, like we said, what did we say last week? The Pizza pizza boy delivery (laughs) guy. I
1: don't have money for this pizza. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, like the, it's, it's the woman and her two roommates. Like, well, why don't you come on in? It doesn't happen. It, it, it doesn't happen. So get it out of your head. I work at a pizza shop. It
1: doesn't happen.
0: Never. I delivered pizzas for two years. It doesn't happen. But you know, like, but you have to have, I mean, like, do you agree with me? Like, do you think it starts with, having those conversations with children?
1: No, it, it definitely does. And it, it's, it's <sighs> man, I don't want to insult anybody or anybody's children. It's, it starts at a young age, kind of dumbing it down. Obviously, you know, talking with them, speaking with them at their level so that they understand it. But then it's got to be, a, a, to see, I, th- I feel it's wrong that is like, okay, we're going to have the conversation, the talk at, you know, 14, 15 or 12, 13, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the talk. And no, I, I think it needs to be a continuous, something that I needs agree. to be continuous, yeah. you know, I, I, that doesn't necessarily have to talk about, you know, penetration, but, you know, it, that conversation needs to be, I think, nurtured. The- for yeah. the most part. So it becomes normal because that's going to help both people. Um, yeah, when the, when, the, when, when the child is a teenager, they're going to get creeped out because every child gets creeped out. They're going to be like, I don't want to talk about this. But, you know, it, 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 it creates that comfort zone mm-hmm. and that trust between, okay, so I can't talk to my parent yeah. about this. It, it's okay for us <sighs> to have this conversation.
0: And, you know, now that I think about it a little bit more, it's a, because of what, you were saying you have a five-year-old, a ten year old nine year old daughter, and, and then a and 14. 14. 15, 15 year old daughter, right? And none of your kids are together, like and they're not close in age. Where my children are close in age and they're together. And I really think it starts with the siblings, right? Like how you treat each other. Like I don't let my kids play rough with each other. If my son hits my daughter, I explain to him, "Hey, buddy, you don't hit your sister, that's your sister. you need to treat her with respect. You have to do dice. If my daughter hits my son, and I'm like, "Hey, baby, you can't do that. You have to treat your brother with respect and you know and and I'm always telling like, "Hey, help your sister out. Hey, share with your share with your brother, hey, your brother wants to your brother wants to try that that pancake, Give him a piece of the pancake. You know what I mean and it seems it seems subtle and not nothing to do with the other, but it's all relationship management, right? Like, even if like other little kids come over, like I'm sure like when kids come over to play with your daughter, if your daughter does something, does something wrong, you correct them right there or you tell them, or like, no, you know, you need to make sure that you share that toy with them, you know? And a lot of that, it's on the spot correction. Yeah. It's it's on the
1: spot correction.
0: You're raising a good human being, like to be good, not to be, a douche canoe like the, the fact of the matter is i see kids all the time out in the supermarket where they do whatever the fuck they want and karen is just letting them do it letting them do whatever they want and she's right there and she's like Shh, can you guys stop talking because mom's on the cell phone mom's on the phone and i want to fucking punch that bitch in the throat and be like cor- hang up the phone correct your children parent and, your kids parent your kids. you you created them they're yours. They're legally yours until they're 18 years old. Like you hate what's going on in the world today. Fix it with your children. Exactly. That's exactly. the first step. If you don't like
1: what's going on now, if, fix, if, fix your kids. Raise exactly. your children right. If you were afraid to swallow back in the day, hey, make sure you take care of that thing now. Shit, but yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And it's, 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 it's got to be gradual. It's got to be a, um, an, an ongoing thing. It's kind of like almost being like at a job where you get annual training, you know, that you got to go through all this annual <laughs> training and you're like, fuck man, didn't we just do this like a few months ago? Obviously you don't want to treat it like that because then they're going to get bored. But you know yeah. what I'm saying is you have to engage in these. And I'm just talking about sex either. I'm, I'm talking about a broad spectrum of subjects. It, it's one of but those all, things that you got to But gotta
0: it be. all leads to the ultimate
1: relationship later on in life,
0: right? Because like across the board if you're if you're a parent and you're open and you're having conversations with children and you're correcting them when they do something and you're building a strong moral background when they and you teach them how to handle conflict and how to handle how to handle defeat you know that that they're not god's gift to women and they're not like the perfect little child like honestly that honestly pisses me off to no end like you can Instill confidence into your children. Let them know that you love them. That but if your kid's an asshole, don't tell them they're not an asshole because you're creating a problem right there. And you shouldn't always There's- make life about rainbows, lollipops, and unicorns because life is not like that. Life is hard. You have to teach your kids how to earn something, what it's like to take a L. You know, I know that Julian jokes around about. The soft generation and coddling, there's no room for coddling a child. There's a time and a place to be affectionate and show your child love, but you have to show them tough love. Sometimes you got to let them cry. Sometimes you got to take away the Nintendo Switch. Sometimes you just got to tell them they're going to have to deal with it. You know, there's not, you can't give them a magic button because you know what? When they get older and they start having, you know, adult life and adult friends and adult
1: relationships and they start failing at those things. How are they going to react? How are they going to react? One of the things that I've always told my children is like, you know, I love you. You are my world, but you are not the center of it. Yeah. Whenever they get kind of like cocky about stuff, just because they're girls and because they're young, I'm like, hey, baby, (laughs) I love you. You are the center. You are my world, but you're not the center of it. I'm sorry. And- and and no, and absolutely. And it's one thing that you that you said having about a, a moral background, which I agree, but the other part about it that I, I think that we're trying to instill is already also a moral backbone. Yeah, that's true too. Because it's a, a lot, lot. E- it's a lot easier to take the easy wrong over the hard right. But if you teach those morals, you know, maybe they're gonna take that hard right instead of that. Instead of, you know, Karen. Oh, Karen. Anyway, but one of my coworkers' uh, wife's name is Karen. I feel so bad for her because every time I-, I could tell that they're just teasing her because he'll be on the phone. He was like, I'm going to be home when I- I'll-, I'll be home in a while, Karen. <laughs> Funny as hell. So, anyway, so I
0: think that's a good stopping point for today. Um, Again, thank you everybody for your feedback. We appreciate you giving us um, some advice on a topic to talk about this week that carried over from the last episode. If you want to reach out, interact with Julian and I, and maybe there's something that you want to hear us talk about, maybe you didn't agree with something that we said, go to www.invinciblybroken.com. You can have access to a catalog of all of our podcast episodes. You can comment on the podcast episode if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter by simply searching Invincibly Broken. You can follow me personally on Instagram at invincibly_orlando,
1: Orlando. And you can follow me personally on Instagram at invincibly_julian. Julian thank you guys for listening to another episode of the visibly broken podcast
0: till next time may the wap be strong in all of you
2: <laughs> i can't good night